0: To the North Shore Nine postgame show. I am Connor. Joining me is Neil. Pirates lost 14 to 1 tonight. Mitch Keller gives up eight. Pirates strike out 10 times, only score one run. And we had to watch
1: every agonizing out of it. Yes, we did. And it was not fun. I enjoyed none of it. No. I mean, I, I enjoyed it for, like, about 10 minutes. I mean, you were kind of like, oh, hey, we scored around the first inning. Yeah, hey. Great, but then it immediately went to garbage. Yeah. Like, there's nothing redeemable to take from this game. No, there isn't. Like, I don't even know where to start with this one. No. I think there's only one real place to start because he was the biggest disappointment. Yeah, Mitch Keller. Yeah. Um. See, like it's it's weird because like it was around like the fifth inning where I was just like before like the three run home run where I'm like you know, Mitch Keller hasn't pitched great tonight, but it wasn't really his fault they were down five one. You know, I feel like he was kind of screwed out out of three runs. No, it anymore.
0: it was his it was his fault. He I, was he was not missing bats. People were I, barreling I the ball and hitting it hard. No, it, it was he's he's pitched badly. He pitched badly tonight. I mean, they, they scored They scored eight runs off of him. You know, it, it wasn't, it, oh, it, he hasn't it, it, pitched that badly after he only gave up five.
1: If if you break down that second inning and you decide that that's on Mitch Keller, I don't know what to tell you because, you know, he, you know, sure, first inning, Cabrian Hayes, that's a hard play, and then he needs to get that out. I, I can live with that. But infield hit, followed by, I think, a walk, and then. You're playing a catcher in right field. So Henry, oh, yeah. Davis, Henry Davis
0: got totally turned around on
1: that. Henry Davis doesn't catch the easy fly ball. You know, like that's not on Mitch Keller. You know, like, he got the outs. He got a ground ball at the first base. He got the fly out to right field. The
0: problem you know, is I'm just not willing to give him the benefit of the doubt there because he was given up hard contact all game. I mean, you know,
1: Adrian just... Hauser gave up harder, more hard hit balls. Like, let's be real here. Like, like Keller was not good. Was he eight innings, eight earned runs bad? No, I don't think so. There were, at least by my count, four separate hits that would have been taken away if they were playing in remotely normal shifting locations. Henry Davis gets turned around. You know, Brian Hayes makes a play. Uh, and Lee over Piguero, uh Piguero, um bosh a play that normally they have. You know, it's a hard play, but normally they have. Like to me, it was not a good game, but like eight earned runs? No, I don't think so.
0: I I disagree. I, I know the defense let him down tonight, but I just I can't he he's pitched so bad recently that I just can't I can't give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm 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 done with giving people benefit of the doubt at this point. You stink, you stunk.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he pitched well, but like I think it's a highly misleading stat line. I I, I can agree with that single, to some degree. Reading watching all nine of those hits he gave up, you cannot tell me with a straight face that. He wasn't unlucky with at least four or five of those. I
0: can I can at least see where you're coming from with it. And no, Bucko Mike, this is not a throwback red's cap, it's a Crawford's hat. But, yeah, I mean then, it's just it's the regression from him has been scary. In his oh, yeah, no. in his first 10 starts, 2.44 ERA, 10 quality starts. So all five of them were were six innings, three or less, three or fewer runs, five earned runs allowed zero times. Obviously, because the ten quality starts, his last thirteen starts, five point six four ERA, four quality starts, and five earned runs allowed five times.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's like that's bad. Yeah, and at least from what I'm gathering, like it's kind of like a location issue because Keller. Keller's entire bread and butter, which has gotten him this far, is that he's going to attack the zone right. with his array of pitches. But he was able to paint the zone a lot better. Like, you know, like he would like tonight he he was leaving a lot of balls over the middle of the play. Like, no matter what the pitch was. And I think that's been kind of like the common theme where, like, you know, if you're gonna have to be a guy who throws balls in the zone, that's good. Like, we need people to attack the zone. Right. But It seems to me that there's like a philosophy of pitching here where you decrease velocity and then you pepper the zone with strikes. And that just seems like conflicting ideas to me. MLB hitters are too good to not hit. If they're not doing it intentionally, it's
0: certainly a trend. Yeah, right. Uh, And like, which is, and, you know, I think we're at that point where it's like, with the regressions that we have seen this year, both from, from Rowanzi, from Luis Ortiz, from Mitch Keller, it's Marines up there.
1: He's up, right he, up there with Andy he, Haynes he, at this point. He surpassed Andy Haynes for me. Cause you know, at least you can kind of understand what Andy Haynes is going right. for. I have no idea what Oscar Marine and what the pitching philosophy in this organization is besides spam slider and hope for the best. Right. Because, um, I mean, and like,
0: to be fair, that is kind of the market inefficiency right now that pitchers aren't throwing their best pitch the majority of the time. And the thinking is at least the pirates thinking is that these pitchers should be throwing their best pitch. The majority of the time, they see that as the market inefficiency that they can capitalize on Has it
1: worked. No, no, it, has, it hasn't. Especially when, especially when you neuter your pitchers, fastballs, when you, Correct. and when you get guys who specialize in fastball slider combos, like, and Keller's not that guy, and I think it's important to note that like Keller got good by going outside the organization. Like it, his entire transformation happened going away from the Pirates. And Correct. so, I, I know the I know after last offseason, Ben Sherrington was very up to talked very highly about the coaching staff. Um, I don't know how you can still be high about this coaching staff, but what I'll also add on is that. These coaching staffs are not the people who are making, like Oscar Marin and Andy Haynes are not the people who are making the decisions on what this organization teaches. These are just simply guys who agree. So you can get rid of them in the off season. And I think you should get rid of them in the off season, but unless there's a fundamental change at the upper levels of the organization on how we should approach these things, I feel like you're just going to get the same result next year. I, I wouldn't go that far,
0: but it is certainly like a, we like this guy's philosophy. So we're Mm going to bring him in. You know, I, I think the coaches certainly have a little more input on organizational philosophy. I think that if the coaches go that, because if you agree with the coach's philosophy, you have to, I feel like you can't fire them, Right. right? You have to, if you, if you believe in the philosophy that they're teaching, then, Okay, keep them. You know, I don't that's it would be stupid, but I I, I think that they were hired I,
1: be, I think they were hired because they agreed with the philosophy the organization wants to wants to input. I, I feel like that starts from the top. or uh, not even the top, like the people who are like the whoever like the head of like minor league development and pitching and hitting are probably more responsible than Oscar Marin and Andy Haynes are, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I I don't think they would just hire people and say, all right, this is what you, please do whatever you want. You know what I mean? I feel like they had to have some criteria there.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I can't, in I in my head, I can't justify any reason that any of these coaches should be on the next flight back to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. There's fair. just there's just none. There's Oscar Marine has to go. Yeah, Andy Haynes has to go. Derek Shelton probably has to go because yeah. no no team plays this bad without the manager taking some of the blame. Because there is there's MLB talent on this team. Brian Reynolds, Andrew McCutcheon, Henry Davis, Andy Rodriguez. Like, you know, that's, this isn't a gr- this is by no means a great or even a good team. This is a bad roster. It's been a bad roster all year. But there is enough MLB talent that they should not be playing at 115 loss, 120 loss pace for three quarters of the damn season. That yeah. is inexcusable. It's, yeah. ju- it's just not there's no excuse for it there's no excuse for the regression of keller there's no excuse for the regression of of um brian reynolds there's no excuse for the wall that henry davis has hit that has seemingly no end there's there's no excuse for him playing right field as much as he has mm-hmm. there's no excuse for any
1: of it yeah like I, I think i've said this for weeks now but like as probably uh Derek Shelton's biggest supporter or biggest defender. I won't say supporter because I think I'm pretty indifferent on the guy. While he's like a scapegoat, I think, for a lot of the issues that happen on this team, like if he is what has to go in order to get the bigger problems in Marin and Haynes out the door, you know what? So be it. You know, I think it was really funny hearing Carlos Santana's talk about how much he loved Pittsburgh. And how he wants to come back. And then he was on the team that just beat the Pirates 14 to 1. And, you know, for even if you don't think Derek Shelton is a good in game manager, which I would kind of dispute, but I'm not going to get into that, he certainly seems to have a way of getting guys to love being on this team despite being terrible. <laughs> and, but again, if he gets to go, I don't care, <laughs> it is for the greater good that he goes and that's the i mean we we talked on andy
0: haynes a little bit but i mean just this is hold on let me pull something up here this is the problem with the andy haynes offense yeah andy rodriguez is just staring at strikes Mm -hmm. why 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 are we doing this why he's he's winning the
1: balls (laughs)
0: After exact, that's even worse. After six months of of this, I don't know if it's, it feels like has it been six months. No, it hasn't, <laughs> but it certainly feels like I forgot how long a season is. But it's it's just been it's not working. No, and I think taking that's a good as many of pitches as you can
1: isn't working. So why do we still do it? Well. I don't know. I couldn't tell you um, why we're continuing to do it. But I mean, no, like no one really liked the Andy Haynes hire at the time. And I I hated it. And like everyone kind of but like for its faults, it does benefit some hitters. Like I think it benefited Jack Swinski. I think it benefits Andrew McCutcheon. Um, But for the vast majority of the roster. Oh, I'm not willing to
0: give I'm not willing to give Andy Haynes credit for Andrew McCutcheon because Andrew uh, McCutcheon did a lot
1: of work in the offseason to get back to where he was. Yeah, but I mean, also, I, I feel like because he was already a guy who naturally was like big on watching pitches, I feel like he has benefit from it. Um, but like, then you can, I feel like you can throw, I feel like Daniel Vogelbach
0: fits that category more. Oh, I
1: agree. Daniel Vogelbach was the quintessential Andy, Andy Hansen, yeah, 100%. And that's, and that's um, part of,
0: I mean, it's part of why you see them go after um guys like Connor Joe. Connor Joe has a very good chase rate, no, he's not
1: good at hitting, yeah.
0: Well, that's a problem.
1: It's so like another ten strikeout day. We already—I don't—I I don't think we're going to break the record for most strikeouts like we did last season, but there wasn't really any sizable improvement that you can look at. So, like, you know, um, you know Brian Reynolds regression, Andrew mccutcheon has been better, Jackson Winters has been better, Henry Davis I think after being up with the up with the major league team has started hit regression. Cabrian Hayes hasn't improved. I mean, like, it's not good. The team has not hit it well. Is- they haven't they hit well since April
0: and there's nobody that's playing above their advertised ability and there's nobody that has played above their advertised ability under the entire tenure of Andy Haynes, except maybe Daniel Vogelbach.
1: Yeah. Um and, that, and that's that's yeah. worrying. It's
0: I mean it's beyond worrying now. He just he has to be fired. There's there's no other
1: Well, there's go, no other course back. Everyone finish the year with him. Um but yeah, I mean it, it, you know not to turn this into GM wars, but something I always kept hearing is like how Neil Huntington was terrible at developing talent, and you know he had his struggles, especially on the pitching front. Like I'm not going to like say like you know how they handled Tyler Glass now and Garrett Cole were great. I'm not going to say that. But my word, like, none or any of the rookies right now like really setting the world on fire, pitching or hitting wise. The only rookie that's really playing as advertises. A reliever. Moldinsky, yeah. But Maj- Majinski, yeah. Like he is the only one, sorry. Majinski and like Davis, he over his last what 20 sets 25. Andy Rodriguez has not looked good in the majors. Nick Gonzalez guys just got sent down. But P- Pagero he's either like the worst hitter in the world, or he's like the best hitter in the world, depending on the day. So I'm okay with him. I don't think Alika Williams is a good hitter, but like the point being is that when you look at the Reds and you look at the Orioles, the teams we're trying to emulate, right? That's the rebel style we're going for. I don't think anyone can dispute that. Right. When their rookies come up, like Matt McLean Matt and Ellie De La Cruz and Gunnar Henderson, so on and so forth, like when they come up, they're not perfect, but they're making an impact. They're also they're they're not bad
0: fundamental it, baseball players, which yeah. Piguero
1: arguably is. I. I think Pedro just has the Pedro had the yips. I don't think he's a bad fundamental baseball player. But I think the point I'm trying to make is that these guys come in and provide. Well, it certainly is the, the offense. Offense. We now have that. our half our lineup is now rookies and the offense is still just as bad. And these are supposed to be the future. they are supposed to be the guys we can depend on. And of course, you can't judge guys after a couple like a month of playing. Like that's not how baseball works. And like improvement should happen. But it is concerning that like none of the rookies have really come up and looked comfortable. No. No, they haven't.
0: So there's there's, at at this point, there's just no fucking reason. I'm sorry to I'm you got to put the expletive marker on this one now, but there's just there's no stinking reason that any of these coaches should be with the team on their flight back to Pittsburgh. It just Mm -hmm. hasn't worked. It's done yeah. worse than hasn't worked. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Like It's done I... worse than hasn't worked for four years. Mm-hmm. Two years for Andy Haynes. This is year four of Marine. Yeah. And this is year four
1: of Shelton. Yeah. what are, What Marine. are we doing? What are we doing? Well, we're trying to be as bad as possible. We, we are.
0: And it's 2023. And the Henry Davis, Brian Reynolds, Andy Rodriguez, Mitch Keller, David Bednar, the, everybody's here. Everybody that, you know, most of the people that you figure to be a key piece of your future, if this is going to work, are here. You know, the majority of the guys are here. You should not be trying to be bad. I, I
1: agree, but... um. But the that, organization sees it differently, you know, like they, yeah, like they are
0: the Ben they, Sherrington
1: they, is an awful general manager. This is
0: this is the guy who tried to draft a, a player in the rule five pick who was suspended. They didn't know because hey, why should we know? We're just a, a major league front office. Not that that's our job to know such things, not that it's our job to not protect Ryan Vallade over
1: Blake, but
0: that. Hole.
1: Bowl. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's rough. And like for the game like this, it's hard to even commentate just because like everything went wrong. But it is like an encapsulation of like it, I think it's, a, it's like a perfect encapsulation. Like not only do we get blown out by 13 runs, not only was yeah. the pitching awful, not only was the regression that the hitting didn't work, but it was also I think we're like, what, one in 12 against the Brewers and the Cubs. That sounds correct. I could be I know, be off I, know by, I could be off by a couple of games, but it's something like one win, eleven, twelve losses. Like yeah. You th- if you want to be a competitive team, you have to beat the teams in your own division. Like that that is that is a must. <laughs> yeah, there's an um and we have looked utterly lifeless against I forgot to teams. add
0: Rodolfo Castro to my list of regression players. Yep, that was that was maybe even the biggest one.
1: I don't think that, I don't think that was an Andy Haynes thing. I think that was just messing with his mentality type deal. But I mean, um, Castro's gone. It, I think the pro, I think the real problem is that like for with when you see games like this, and obviously you can't overreact to one game released by thirteen runs because that happens even to the best of teams. But we've been bad for a while, and so when you look at this roster, who deserves? How many players does it really deserve an opening day roster spot next year based off of how they're playing? Andrew McCutcheon. Sure.
0: Brian, Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds. Henry Davis. Andy Rodriguez. David Bednar. No Jackson. Carmen Majinski. I was getting to him. Jackson. <laughs> Keep Ryan Hayes, obviously. He's he's going to be there.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, do they deserve? Who who deserve? Because like at this rate, Henry Davis and I'm not saying Henry Davis is bad. If we're just going based off the numbers, Henry Davis is a sub 700 OPS right fielder. That is he's, not who's a bad right fielder. he's a bad right? Like, that is not rosterable. And I'm he, not saying Henry Davis is bad. He, I think he's going to be good, but whatever. Whatever he needs to do, like, when he needs outside help, like, he needs to get away from this hitting <laughs> philosophy, because I think it really harmed him. I think it's... I mean, it's... Who hasn't it harmed? Yeah. You know, and so, like, if you're just looking
0: at... Because number, I, I don't even think you can say it's helped Jack Sewinsky with how damn inconsistent he's been. Can you really say it's helped him? It hasn't helped him find consistency, which is where... You know, because I it's questionable how much value he even brings because he just, he disappears for like 20
1: games a month. See, and I, I don't know if people remember us how bad last year Jackson UNC got, but yes. Um, noticeable improvement. Not even close. Um, it, it's on paper, it's a noticeable improvement, but how much value does he actually bring to the team? Um, Quite a lot. I, I mean, listen. I've seen things before, but Jack Suwinski is a 30 home run hitter on pre-arb who can actually give you good defense in a corner outfield position. Yeah, but he's not you playing a corner you, outfield position. I, I'm, he's playing some hard defense I, I, in center field. I'm aware. But as a player, you you get a lot of value out of three home run guys who play good defense in a corner and they're not making any money. Like in like I I don't think <laughs> At least when I look at this Pirates team, Jack Suwinski's not the problem. He's not the problem, but he's not a. I don't. I wouldn't exactly
0: call him a good part of this team either.
1: I mean, I also think July has been a particularly brutal month of like slump for Jack. I don't think it's entirely fair on like his entire your resume if that makes any sense
0: well this is just the the biggest glaring example on there are like he's done this he's done similar things in every month oh i know of the season except for maybe april except april was he just he started off the month terrible
1: i guess i don't know i i think jack Suwinski is fine as for what he is um you know, he's not, he's not the two-war player, like on pace for three-war player that is on B-war. On like he's not. He definitely is not as valuable as his OPSers. His broad numbers suggest. I still think there's immense value in a guy who can walk a lot and who can hit a lot of home runs. And play a good right field. I, I, I have no problem with him being on this team. Except he's not
0: playing right field. That's because, well, that's the other thing. (laughs) Let's get into that. Henry caught today. He did. Uh, They brought him in when it was 14 to 1.
1: I mean, he's caught two innings this year. The world did not end. I mean, yeah. It just.
0: He's a, I mean, he's, that's the thing with Henry. He is a bad receiver, he's a bad defensive catcher. But if he never give him an opportunity there, he's never going to improve. And nope. and you can't you can't just not give your 1-1 catcher, who has caught con- all of his admittedly brief minor league career, mm-hmm. except to, up until this year where they started playing him, him right a little bit. You can't just give him two innings at catcher in the major leagues and then go, oh, well, we tried.
1: You didn't. You didn't yeah. try. Well and i i am skeptical because i remember they said about like how they're going to give them practice a catcher i think catcher something and i could be wrong i'm no baseball coach i think catcher is really something like you have to have in-game experience to be good at right and and, and like and like they're 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 in what's the word reluctance the reluctance to catch let let Henry Davis catch in a season that they have no interest in competing just makes no sense to me because it sends two conflicting messages. Like if this season doesn't matter, then who cares if he struggles behind the plate? Right. Exactly. Like like I, I I don't get the insistence of making him a right fielder. You can cite probably what he is long-term. You can cite all the arm statistics to me about how great his arm is. I don't care. Right, the guy looks what looks like Gregory Polanco out there. It is not good. Um, and you know, if you need to, especially since we, we don't have a first baseman. I mean, we 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 let someone called Alfonso Rivas play first today. Split Andy and Henry. Let them catch every other day. Play Andy at first. Like I, I don't think it's a hard solution, <laughs> right? Like, am I going crazy? <laughs> I feel like no, you're not, kind
0: of you're not because it's, it's utterly baffling. There's no, it it's getting to the point where I'm just like, everybody is either incompetent or this is a giant money laundering scheme.
1: No, it's working. Tennis is up 30% this year
0: because I just, I can't figure out why hedges started for so long I can't figure out why they called up delay. I can't figure out why they're not giving Henry a shot. You know, at least, at least have those answers, man. when it was eight, like, this is what, this is, this is what I don't understand. So it, you bring him in when it's 14 to one, but you don't bring him in when it's eight to one in the, in the sixth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is the tangible difference between those two scenarios?
1: Um, why maybe are the, you only giving the player of coming back from eight to one? I don't know. <laughs> like, like that, that, that's that's my best guess. my best guess is that they still think the game is in hand before Jose Hernandez blows up on the mound.
0: Like, what is the tangible difference between if you're only going to let him catch in blowouts? What is the tangible difference between eight to one and 14 to one? Why are you only letting him catch one inning in the ninth when it's 14 to one?
1: I don't know. <laughs> is he just? A, um, is he just?
0: Have they invented a new position, emergency blow-up catcher? Like, is that what we're going for here? Because it 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 seems
1: to be what they're doing. I well, mean, that's what he was working on in AAA in like June. You know, like really important stuff. But um, I mean, no, I, I think as as much as bloviating as the front office will say that they've viewed Henry as a catcher, I don't think they do no they i don't I, think they i, I think the simple answer is that they do not see henry davis as a catcher which okay which is fine fair. listen if if that was the case fine you know i i can live with that you know he had he had like not great defensive stats coming out of college you had the worry about him being able to catch fine but then start him in right field as soon as he gets to um bradenton
0: Right, that's what I don't understand. Because at this point, you almost have to let him
1: try at catcher. Yeah, you yeah, almost have you, to. You you've sunk, you've sunk all that time in the minors. Let him catch. I, I, I mean, again, I'm not paid to make the big buck decisions. Maybe there's something going on behind the scenes that I don't know about. I can't wrap my hand, my mind around it. Makes no sense to me.
0: And I know, um, just to touch on Alfonso Rivas a little bit, I don't know what his final line was tonight, but I mean, people were really upset about him hitting lead off, and I get it. I do. Um, ideally, you'd want to see almost anybody else there. I'd rather see Hayes there. I'd rather see. I'd rather see Andy and um, Leover get there. Um, just, just to get the O'Neill Cruz treatment of just getting those guys at many, as many at bats as possible. I yeah.
1: think,
0: I don't think Davis really needs that, uh, approach right now. I think he's, you know, I don't think he needs the extra, you know, one at bat or three at bats a week. Um, The problem, I just, I don't know. I I can't bring myself to get that upset about it because it's what they have. It's what Sherrington gave Shelton. Yeah. You know, and while I would much rather see Andy or Lee over hit there, let's just be honest with ourselves. A guy who's a 260 career hitter with a 350 on base versus righties and only 300 plate appearances is in the conversation for leadoff hitter on this team. That's how bad they are.
1: I think if I, you're I, legitimately I, trying
0: to win games, that a player yeah. like that is in the conversation for lead off. You know
1: what, man? I'm sorry. Like, we are 11, 12 games under 500 or something like that. It's been a miserable three months. I cannot even begin to get the energy to get mad that, yeah, we've no. us batted lead off today. Yeah. No, um, I, uh, you know, if it, if, if it becomes a trend, maybe. Maybe I'll get a little. Well,
0: that's the like, thing. It's, it we know it's like, not you're going at, to because they never stay consistent with their lineups, which is my bigger gripe about the lineups. But
1: yeah, I, I, I. Not only do I think lineup placement is over is over complained about, you cannot get me to get mad about something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, um, it's so inconsequential when you look at the big picture. <laughs>
0: Like, and obviously, Alfonso Rivas was, um, this was his first uh, game with the team. Um, Nick Gonzalez was optioned down today. So, yeah, that's, that's its own can of worms, that guy. Well, man. If anything,
1: I think my one thing we'll say is that having Alfonso Rivas bat lead off in August in what's supposed to be the year that you're turning the corner maybe is a sign from above that you shouldn't uh, trade both Santana and Choi, but this is not the post game show, the post deadline show. So I'm not going to like really go too hard into that.
0: Yeah. For what they got, it just, it just wasn't worth it for two more months of unwatchable baseball from first base.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, G G man Choi is just was so much fun. Um, And he's gone, unfortunately, but you know, I don't think serious teams who want to make this snake like next jump next year are playing Alfonso Rivas at first base.
0: Well that's the thing. I I'm I'm positive that if he hits like two eighty down the stretch, they he's gonna be their primary option rolling into twenty twenty four. Because this is what they do. Me. It no, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Everybody's going, Oh, well, they've they've gotta go outside the organization for this. No, they don't. We saw it with Yoshi. They're perfectly okay with rolling with... I, I really thought, because from the conversations I had, I was under the impression that, that Ben Sherrington acquired G-Man Choi and Carlos Santana because he really didn't want a repeat of the absolute disaster that was 2022 first base. Now, Alfonso Rivas isn't quite Yoshi Tsutsugo tier. He isn't quite Josh Van Meter tier. But man, it's it's pretty similar. Yeah. So he's so you know he's perfectly okay with it being the same exact. The, he's he's perfectly okay with being a similar disaster that it was.
1: Well, I'll, I'll tie us back into the game kind of because I've had this right before, but like the complete lack of um urgency in the front office. But usually I don't get mad about this because usually you want the vibes to be good. But I was like my inner boomer was coming out today. Seeing all the Pirates players just smiling the entire game through as they were just getting beaten to a pulp. Like, I saw Cutch smiling, Hayes smiling. Like, I saw uh, Riva smiling. Like, I'm like, guys. Yeah, this is, so this is, I mean, this
0: ties back into Derek Shelton, right? <laughs> because mm-hmm. I don't think a team that's this bad should be fun to be on. That's fair. You know, if, if Derek Shelton is like, oh yeah, guys, this is all right, we're all having fun here, he's not the guy that I want.
1: No, that's I think that's a fair criticism of Levy um, toward Sherrington is that as Shelton for sure. Um that you know, like I guess like there's something to be said about too positive of clubhouse vibe. Um but I think it completely stems from the top of like the players aren't stupid they know that the front office doesn't care and you can be as competitive as you like. You're still human and you're still going to know that. So why would you care?
0: Yeah. It's just like I, Mitch Keller was bad tonight, but I can't imagine how hard it would be to, you know, go out there and cause realistically for a pitcher, you're risking your, your career every time you go out there, mm-hmm. you know, you never know when you're going to blow an arm out. And it, it's just, I can't imagine how hard it would be for Mitch Keller to be like, all right, my goal is to throw seven innings tonight and I'm going to be throwing 98 in the sixth inning. Yeah. You know, like I, I can't imagine, you know, having that mindset on a team that cares so little.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I, apparently I've heard like Shelton is like way different behind the scenes where like he will ream players out privately, but it certainly doesn't show on the field. No. No, again, like, and it kind of goes back to my gripe. I don't want to bring up Rodolfo Castro again, but man, I wish other people were held responsible like Rodolfo Castro was. Oh, yeah. No, he was, he's
0: the only person that was publicly held responsible for anything. And even he was, he was, he wasn't even benched. Mm -hmm. He he was sent to the Shadow Realm. Well, no, after the, the phone incident, he played the next day.
1: Oh, right. The phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, he so, was sent I don't even know what happened. I mean, he got sent to the Shadow Realm when he was had an OPS over eight hundred. So clearly something must have been going on.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> there, there had to be, unless they were just that incompetent, which I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. That's fair. But I, I think I've. Surmised, I think with that thought, I think I've surmised my thoughts on this game. You know. Yeah. If you're no, it's, for, it's, if you're losing, if you're if you're in. If you're losing by ten runs, you should not be smiling through it all. <laughs> I love this comment. <laughs> I, I, I think we can all agree with that. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm I mean, like I, I didn't even pay to go watch that game, and I feel like I want a refund. Like, pretend like you care. <laughs> Don't be smiling. At least Henry Davis looks pissed off every time he makes a mistake. Reynolds oh. looks miserable. <laughs> well, he just looks like Reynolds. That's what Reynolds looks like. <laughs> yeah, I guess that
0: is kind of what he looks like all the time, isn't it?
1: Like, I, 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 I Reynolds has no emotions. That's he, just who he is.
0: Yeah, I get the feeling that, like, his life is nothing but, like, his family, baseball, and bourbon. There's just nothing else. And you know
1: what? Godspeed to him. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> it does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it would it would be fantastic if the baseball element wasn't the Pittsburgh
1: Pirates yeah well, at least he gets to travel a lot yeah do you have any other thoughts no
0: it's it's so hard to do one of these in and what whatever August August 3rd of 2023 without it just completely flying off the rails yeah no, and totally. I I I feel like I did a really good job containing my like screaming throwing chairs energy kenny doesn't get his wish tonight i'm not the first person to throw a chair on the post game but i i was uh, pretty
1: close there i'm the too start. mentally checked out like to care to get mad at this point like i, I watch but like in terms of getting emotional not not happening <laughs> for my own good
0: yeah all right well we're gonna get out of here be warned jim jump scare incoming you got anything else to say
1: Nope, I'm good. Uh, well, yeah. we'll all be back here tomorrow though. Well not, not us. Well, not me. Not me. We, not we, we me. will, all, we will I don't be back prim- tomorrow. Pirates. We will all yeah. be watching the pirates because we no can't. we won't. No, we won't.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, we'll I can't help myself. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here.